Hey there, this is Jason Hensley with the Magnify Him Together podcast, and this week we are going to be discussing a few different things, sort of encapsulated in the idea of the firstborn, the priesthood, and mostly belonging to God and community. So, lately I've been looking at Exodus. And it's fascinating to see that in Exodus, this theme of priesthood and the firstborn shows up frequently. So let's just run through this a little bit. In Exodus chapter 4, God says to Moses that he wants him to tell Pharaoh to let his firstborn go. Israel is his firstborn, and therefore Pharaoh must let his firstborn go, or... If he does not, God will kill his firstborn. God will kill Pharaoh's firstborn. So you have the theme of the firstborn there. And then perhaps as you're thinking now, that's what happens in Exodus chapter 12. That God brings that final plague, which is the death of the firstborn. Now what's interesting about that is in the next chapter, in Exodus 13, God then says to Moses that all the firstborn of Israel are to be dedicated to him. They're his because he spared them during that plague. In other words, the firstborn of Israel get chosen to function as the priests. They were going to be God's special people. Amongst all of Israel, they were going to be the ones who represented him to the people and then thereby represented the people to God as well. So they were going to function as priests, the firstborn were. Now where this gets really interesting is if you keep going through Exodus, and you get to Exodus 19, God brings out this idea of Israel as a whole functioning as his firstborn. He says that they will be a kingdom of priests, kingdom of priests. So what I want you to notice here is that this idea of the firstborn and the priests are sort of used interchangeably at this point. That makes sense. The firstborn seemed to have functioned like the priests uh, in ancient times before the law. The firstborn would have been the one who would have received the mantle, so to speak, from the father. And so the father was like the patriarch of the family. He would have functioned as the priest and he would have passed it down to the firstborn who would have passed it on to their firstborn, etc. So firstborns were priests. So you get this idea then that Israel was God's firstborn. They were supposed to be a priestly nation. They were going to do the job of a priest. At least they were supposed to. They were supposed to teach the other nations about God. And the firstborn themselves were chosen then to be priests. So firstborn and priest, right? Well, the reason that we really want to look at this is only somewhat related to the firstborn and the priests, but this context of the firstborn and the priesthood, this is what makes it make a little bit of sense. The story of the golden calf is pretty perplexing. You have this instance where Levi stands up, the Levites stand up and they go and they attack the other Israelites because the Israelites worshiped this golden calf And yet, if you notice, the Levites appeared to have worshipped the golden calf as well. We're told that they killed their sons, they killed their brothers, their mother, father. So, Levites were definitely participating in the golden calf. 
The question then becomes, well, if we walk through this story, Israelites worship the golden calf, Moses comes down the mountain, he then sees them doing this, and he says to all of Israel, who is on the Lord's side? Right, this is his question. Who is on the Lord's side? And the Levites say, we are. If we just replay this, we can begin to understand a little more of what's going on. And it's all connected to this idea of firstborn and priesthood. Just think about this. Everyone there in the camp had sinned. Everyone had failed their duty as priests. In fact, that's what Moses is concerned about. And he says to God, you can't destroy the nation because the other nations are watching. And in fact, these people have given your enemies reason to blaspheme. So there was a concern there that the other nations were watching. Israel was being a terrible priest. And yet, what is it that's going on here with the Levites? Why is it that it's at this point that God says, you know what, I'm not going to take the firstborn anymore. I'm going to take the Levites. Didn't the Levites sin too, as we just said? Why does God choose them? What's the big deal with the Levites? Everybody messed up. Well, I think this is the reason. When Moses says, who is on the Lord's side, that's only sort of what he says, according to the Hebrew. Who is on the Lord's side? That works. But the form of what he says is a little bit different. And I would suggest to you, this is how I would translate it. He says, who belongs to God? Who belongs to God? Because... Wasn't that the question of the firstborn? The firstborn belonged to God. The firstborn was going to be the priest. And so when Moses comes down, he's not just saying, who's on the Lord's side because we're going to kill everybody else. That wasn't his point. He says, who still belongs to God? You made that commitment. You were going to be a nation of priests. You were going to be his special people. Who here still agrees with that commitment? And despite the fact that the Levites messed up, it was the Levites who then stood up and said, yeah, we messed up. I mean, seriously, Aaron was a Levite, right? The Levites were the ones leading this. And yet, because they turned around and they acknowledged, no, we want to belong to God. No, we want to be his special people. God says, yeah, you will be. So, do you belong to God? Is that what you want? Do you want to be part of his special people? Do you cherish the community? Do you function as part of this community? Because our God is looking for those who want to belong to him. Thanks for listening.
and I'll see you next time on the Magnify Him Together podcast.